book friends, and welcome to Dig the Plot Podcast. I'm Jada Atwood. It's June. This year is absolutely flying by, and I need it to slow way down, like way, way down. My oldest child will be moving two hours away for college in two months, so I'm trying to savor every single moment. And just this week, we celebrated my parents' 60th wedding anniversary, so we've had a busy week. We went from graduation, well, actually, we went from prom to graduation to parties, so I'm kind of ready for the summer to slow down, move into kayaking, reading outside, fire pit, camping, things like that. I'm just ready for it to slow down, and I want to just take it all in before I have to move him away from me, (laughs) which he'll be glad, So, and I will be too. I'm very proud of him, and I know he's going to do great things, and I don't ever want to hold him back just because I'm going to miss him, so... That's what life is like here, and with all of that going on, I have actually already read two books in the month of June, so I feel like I'm doing pretty good for the month of June. But for today's podcast, we're going to look at June releases, which has several that I'm so excited to read, and there are some that I just chose because they seem to have different plots to them that I hadn't really read. I'm not sure that I'll get to read them, but there's some that I wanted to mention that maybe you would be interested in. And I'm also going to review my last book of May, which was The Only Survivors by Megan Miranda. So let's dig into it. The first book that I'm so excited about and was denied on NetGalley. I always like to point that out. But as soon as I seen it, I, I, got, I couldn't punch the buttons quick enough. But it was the only one left by Riley Sager. I love everything Riley Sager has written. Probably can easily say without looking back that every book he has written, I've given five stars. I absolutely adore him. Its release date will be on June 20th, which you're going to see. I don't really know how they choose release dates, but almost every book that I talk about today is released on the same day, which to me, I don't know. I would think that makes it hard for it to hit number one. I don't know how that works, but I was just surprised all of these books are released on June 20th. But the plot, The Hope Family Murders, shocked the Maine coast in 1929. There's even a schoolyard chant about it. I'm going to recite it. At 17, Lenora Hope hung her sister with a rope, stabbed her father with a knife, took her mother's happy life. It wasn't me, Lenora said, but she's the only one not dead. So I thought that was pretty catchy. Most people believe that Lenora was responsible, but the police, they couldn't prove it. So she denied it, and after she denied it, she never spoke publicly about it that night or ever again and you know what she didn't even leave hopes in the cliffside mansion where it occurred so she lived there her remain well actually she's still alive well in the book she's still alive but she she continued to live there all the way up to her 70s so now you fast forward and you're in 1983 and kit mcdear is a home health nurse and she is caring for lenora after her other nurse fled in the middle of the night So, like I stated, Lenora is in her 70s. She's confined to a wheelchair. She's also mute from a series of strokes, and the only way she communicates is by typing on an old typewriter. So, I mean, she, you know, she's harmless. She's in a wheelchair. 
So Lenora tells Kit one night, well, actually she types it out, I want to tell you everything. So Kit begins to write about the events that led to the massacre, but as Lenora, I mean, I'm saying tells, but as she types new details, she realizes Lenora may not be telling the truth, and this seemingly harmless woman could be far from, could be far from just being, you know, she's dangerous, way more dangerous than she thinks. I can't wait for this one. I love it when I get excited by just reading a summary. And that was like last week I reviewed The Last Word by Taylor Adams. That was one of the most exciting summaries that I had read in a long time. And I can't wait to see how this book plays out. And like I said, Riley Sager is a consistent five-star read for me. So I can't wait to get my hands on that. And again, that's June 20th. And I'm actually going to get back on Amazon and see... If I can even purchase the Kindle a little, the Kindle read a little bit early, I was really hoping to get this some other way, and I think my Libby app has got me months and months out on this, so I don't think I can wait. I also don't think that I can wait for this one. It's The Whispers by Ashley Audrain, and it's also coming out on June 20th. Another book that I'm super excited about. And I highly recommend, if you've not read this author, that you read The Push by her. So you may can fit that one in before you get to this one, but it's so good. Five-star read. So the plot with this one is the loverly sit by the hospital bed of their young son who's in a coma after falling from his bedroom window in the middle of the night. His mom, Whitney, will not speak to anyone. Their friends and neighbors are left in complete shock in dealing with what could have happened and how they played a role in the events that led up to this. The Parks family are the Loverly's best friends. The Goldsmiths are struggling to start a family of their own. And the quiet elderly Portuguese couple care, who cares for their adult son with a developmental disability passes the day along by sitting on the front porch and just watching their neighbors go about their busy lives. The story is told by the women in each family as they are forced to face the secrets within the walls of their own home. So then you've got all of that going on. So then you add in the drama of what's going to happen to Xavier who hangs in the balance between life and death. I'm going to read this straight from the, from the description, but it says, The Whispers is a novel about what happens when we put our needs ahead of our children's. And the push just like this book it discusses hard topics very well written just and it's a very emotional book so really you need to read both of those if you can fit both of those in June I really recommend that book and I, I've read reviews several reviews before I wrote this and people are saying that you know they love the push and then quickly after they read the whispers it become their favorite book by this author so I would recommend either one of those, but I can't wait for this one to come out. Might be another one that I try to get early. So, next up is a book I have already read, and it's Zero Days by Ruth Ware. I've reviewed it on this podcast. Its release is also on June 20th, so again, I might need to dig into that and talk about it. But I only gave it three stars. I love Ruth Ware. She's one of my favorites also. I'll read The second she releases something, I'm going to read it. And it was a very good book. But in comparison to other Ruth Ware books, it just wasn't, it just wasn't my favorite. And honestly, when I was reading it, 
if someone had handed it to me, I would have never thought she wrote it. It just seemed, when I looked back at all of her books, because, you know, after you read so much, you kind of confuse things. But when I looked back at other books she's written, this one was really different for her. So, I don't know. But it was a good book. Honestly, um, like I said before, it really didn't even read like one of her books. Maybe if I hadn't have known that it was a Ruth Ware book, I might not quite have been so hard on her. But Jack and her husband Gabe are hired by companies to break into buildings and hack security systems. But after a routine assignment, something goes wrong and Jack's delayed. So by the time she gets home, she finds her husband dead. And the police only have one suspect, her. And like I said, I reviewed this on here before. It's a classic tale of husband dies, wife is framed, so then wife has to go on the run to discover who the killer is. There's not a whole bunch of surprises or twists. It's just a it's just a good read. So I wouldn't miss that. I would definitely check that out at your local library when it comes out. Now, the next three books are going to be released in June, and they just looked, in, well, some of them looked interesting to me. One of them, after I got to writing it, I'm like, I don't know if I should talk about this one or not, but I am. I'm going to read it. It isn't for me. wasn't something I wanted to read, but it is very popular, so we're going to talk about it. But the first one is Girls and Their Horses by Eliza Jane Brazier. <laughs> I don't know. I thought of another way to say that, and now I can't think of it. So, I mean, that's how it's spelled, but it's going to be released on June the 6th. I haven't seen this book anywhere. I haven't seen it reviewed, didn't see it offered on NetGalley. So, this could be one of those sleeper hits that's going to sneak up on me, and I'll be shocked that it's so good. But the description or the plot is, when the Parker family moves to an exclusive community in Southern California... They are looking for a completely fresh, new, fresh start. Heather Parker is determined to give her daughters the life she never had, and she's decided to start with horses. Apparently, that's really popular in this community that they're in. So she signs them up for riding lessons at the Rancho Santa Fe Equestrian, where horses are a lifestyle. And Heather becomes a barn mom, which basically means you're part of a group of wealthy women who hang out in the stables, drink wine, and prepare their daughters for competition. These moms will stop at nothing to give their daughters everything they deserve. Lies turn lethal, accidents happen, and someone ends up dead. I thought that sounded interesting and completely different from anything that I've ever read. So, the book that I actually questioned talking about, and I'm still going to do it, is The Spare Room by Andrea Bartz. And it comes out on June 20th, just a very popular day. So, let me just tell you the plot, and I think you'll probably understand why I hesitated to talk about it. But anyway, Kelly's new life in Philadelphia has turned into a complete nightmare. She has no friends, no job, and the lockdown, as I'm sure we all know what that is, has her trapped in a tiny apartment with the man she absolutely give everything up for, and now he's decided he don't want to marry her. So one bright spot in her life is a new friendship that she's rekindled with a childhood friend, Sabrina. She has become a glamorous best-selling author with a high-powered husband. So I guess seeing how miserable that Kelly is, they invite her to stay in a spare room in their remote Virginia mansion. So after she moves in, she finds herself falling in love with Sabrina and Nathan. So they have a threesome. 
the couple opens their marriage to her, but after she does, she finds out that the last woman they invited into their marriage is now missing, and now she could be next. So, like I said, I could have gotten this on NetGalley. Eh, I don't, can't really see that I would enjoy reading this. I did read We Were Never Here by this author, and it was just okay. And that was another reason that I didn't pick this book up. Uh, the book that I had read previous to it by this author was just, eh. I reviewed it on my Instagram. So I thought, well, I didn't really love the plot, so I can't say that I would want to read it. But it very well may be up your alley, and it is, like I said, it's wildly popular. So check it out. And my last book, finally, Have You Seen Her by Katherine McKenzie, and it comes out on June 27th. I chose to bring this book up solely based on the fact that someone is named Jada in the book. Love that don't see that very often so I thought I'd talk about it but actually after I read about it this is something that I wish that I had requested early on in NetGalley because I've seen it several times so I might actually go back and read this one it's about three women with dark secrets whose lives intersect in the picturesque and perilous Yosemite National Park Yosemite Yosemite it's Yosemite yes it's Yosemite and since you all can't talk back to me, I, I can stand firm on the fact that I think that's what it is. When Cassie's path crosses with Petal and Jada, Cassie's past catches up with her, causing shocking consequences beyond what any of them could have possibly imagined. It actually does sound really good, so I may check that one out myself. But those are the new the releases coming out in June that I think you all would be interested in as far as mystery and thrillers. Remember... That's all I talk about. You are definitely not going to find romance here. You might find some others where people don't die in them, but mm, romance is definitely out. Now for my last book that I read in May, and so I couldn't discuss it in my last podcast, The Only Survivors by Megan Miranda. So the plot. A decade ago, two vans filled with high school seniors crash into a Tennessee ravine that claimed the lives of multiple classmates and both teachers. Nine students escaped, and then a year later, after one of the survivors dies by uh, suicide on the anniversary of the crash, they all decide right then and there that they should get together every year to remember that terrible night, which somewhat seems miserable. But by the 10th anniversary, Cassidy, which seems to be a popular name, Cassidy Bent has worked to distance herself from everybody. She changes her phone number, her email address, just anything and everything just to, so they couldn't get a hold of her. So, like I said, she's changed her phone number. So, on the day of the reunion, she receives a text. So, I mean, she questions it several times. Who even had my number? Who could have gotten a hold of me? Of an obituary, and another survivor is now dead. So, she decides in that moment that she has to go back. Now, she's recently decided to start dating a band named Russ, and so she didn't really want to leave. She also didn't want to tell him why she was leaving, so she lied. She told him that she was going on a work trip. So, Cassidy immediately after she returns feels like everything is just off with the group, people are different. Things feels off with the ones that she used to be close to. And it's, nothing's the same. I gave this two stars. I kind of went back and forth between two and three stars. But I really struggle with Megan Miranda books. Yet I read every single one of them. I don't even, I don't know why. Like I don't even question reading it. I just immediately read it. But I don't really feel like I've ever really given it a good review. 
There are so many characters to keep up with. There's Cassidy, Amaya, Clara, Grace, Olivia, Joshua, Ayn, Hollis, Brody, Russ, and then you got the dead people. Which you learn about the dead people. Of course, then they die, so they don't go very far in the book. But it's just way too overwhelming. And, and the book is, de is a decent whodunit. I mean, it really does. It leads up to who could be doing the things that are happening. But the twist is somewhat anticlimactic, and it's somewhat predictable as you go along. The book begs the question, in a room full of people, who do you save? So as Cassidy gets there, she starts looking around, analyzes each one of her friends, and decides in the end, don't we just always save ourselves? The book was a little long at times, and there's moments where you think, oh my gosh, please just wrap this up. It needs to end. Just didn't hold my attention how I would have liked it. And I mean, when there's so many characters, you really don't have any character development because you're too busy bringing up the next one. So it was just hard for me to make a connection with any of them. So again, the question, who do you save? And I think the answer is you save whoever you can. That's it for this week's Dig the Plot. I think we've covered a lot. Hopefully given you a recommendation for a book that you will want to read in June, take on vacation. Be sure and follow me on Instagram at digtheplot underscore. And be sure and join me next week for a five-star read that I think everyone will love. Thanks for listening and subscribing. See you next week.